Hear the word of God from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among the relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all the things in her heart, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning again. I don't think, this is the third time I've been up here, I don't think I've introduced myself yet. My name is Eric Weiner, I'm one of the pastors here, and it's so good to be before you this morning. Uh, for those who weren't here at the welcome time, uh, I mentioned that this is a, a little different, we're doing something a little different this morning. Uh, I know that this is, this is what you all are excited about, a, a short sermon, that's what you're getting. Um, but we, we're also going to open this up for a, a sharing time. Um, and so we, we want the congregation to, to speak to one another, to teach one another, to exhort one another. And so let me, let me just start by saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, that's right. That's right. So I hope you're doing well. Uh, this morning, uh, Pastor Lawrence was planning on giving the sermon. As, as I mentioned earlier, uh, coming back from Kentucky, and uh, Lawrence shared, shared with me that... Um, he wasn't going to be able to do the sermon this week, and uh, I was in Second Virginia. There's fog, there's rain, uh, there's what I call stupid traffic. It's when there's there's no reason for it. Uh, at least it doesn't seem like there's any reason for it. You get through it, and you're like, what? Like you look around, there's there's nothing. You're like, why do we just all sit in that? Uh, but but that's what was going on, um, and so. Uh, it was one of to the point that my wife was trying to, to comfort me, saying like, you know, it's okay, like I understand, you know, we. It wasn't great, uh, so um, that that was the the, the scenario. And uh, but Lawrence Lawrence's a few members of his household tested positive for, for COVID this past week. Unfortunately, um, they're they're doing well. Uh, Pastor Lawrence again, he's tested negative five days in a row. So you don't, it's okay if you, you know. Um, so instead, he asked me to share essentially the main point of his sermon. So these, these are his words, essentially. I changed a little bit because at one point he mentions his wife and kids and figured, you know, my kids, Josiah, you know, doesn't, doesn't work out as well. Um, so, uh, and again, we're, we're going to have, at the end of this, we're going to have a time for, for corporate prayer. For, I mean, for, for sharing. We want, we want you to share with one another. Now, I know that corporate sharing might seem crazy, or you may be thinking, please don't call on me. And this isn't a time for you to be stressed. Uh, we want this to be a time that, as a family, we can encourage each other. 
We can pray for each other. We can teach each other. We can edify one another. And so uh, someone may be here who needs to hear what you have to say. And so would you prayerfully consider that? Maybe the Lord is putting something on your heart that he wants you to speak up. And we'll have time for that. So uh, our passage this morning finds Mary and Joseph losing Jesus after visiting the temple for the Passover festival. And they end up losing him for, for over three days. And then they find him in the temple with the teachers who are amazed at his understanding and his answers. Now this is the only mention of Jesus between being a baby and being an adult. You have Jesus here, 12 year old Jesus, preteen Jesus. You're like, man, if at any point he's going to sin in his life, this would be it, right? Like this is, but no, he, he doesn't. Luke, who wrote this gospel, was known to be the writer who did lots of interviews and lots of research. He is meticulous in his work. And so I can just imagine him sitting down with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and asking her questions. I mean, I'm sure she was full of stories of, of Jesus when, when he was young. That time they, they threw him in the lake and he just walked on top of it. Or the time he had to cook for everyone and there were so many leftovers. I, I appreciate that Lawrence is laughing the most because these are his jokes, right? <laughs> he likes these jokes. That's good. I'm glad I didn't, my delivery didn't screw this up. That's good. In all seriousness, my, my wife and I, my wife and I, have stories about our kids that, that can keep us talking forever. I mean, in fact, we, we, like Mary and Joseph, have lost sight of our child once or twice. Uh, one such occasion happening at a JV soccer game that ended up resulting in the game having to be stopped because said child had made it on the field. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Now, I'm sure Luke was entertained with a million stories. I mean, just, just Mary, just sharing these. So why put this one in there? Why only this one? I mean, what is the point that Luke, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is trying to make here? Well, let me just tell you my answer to this right away. The purpose is to show us, through showing Mary, who Jesus really is. Let me say that again. The purpose is to show us, through showing Mary, who Jesus really is. You see, the temptation for Mary was to see Jesus as just her little boy. To slowly lose the luster of the angelic appearances. And just to view Jesus as her child. To think about the responsibility that she has. To take care of this. To not screw this up. To see him become who he's promised to be. She's in mother mode, maybe. This passage is, is to grow her. It exists to show Mary that Jesus isn't just a little boy. He is the Messiah. He is God. And in turn, to grow us to wrestle with who Jesus is. We are being invited to wrestle with who Jesus is. So to turn it back on ourselves, do we let the glow of Christmas fade away so quickly and let Jesus become mundane? It just happened. And now it's gone. Do we let the glow of Christmas fade away? 
What do we really think about Jesus? Who is he for us? Now we, like Mary, need to be reminded. We need to grow in our knowledge of who Jesus really is. And so this new year, may that be your number one goal, or your first resolution. More than weight loss, or finding a new job, or a better job, earning more money, putting more towards savings, reading more books, or whatever. Let it be that you wish to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Grow in your knowledge and love for him. Can we do that? Can that be what we're about this year? To grow in our love for God. Let the sweetness of what Jesus has done for us just permeate us, fill us. I had a, I had a professor in a, in a doctoral program who, when he would talk about the things that Jesus did, he'd get emotional. He'd tear up. I'm not saying you have to do that. But just the, the, the realness to him. It was so real to him. People may question what you believe, but they won't question that you believe it. Let's let that be true of us. So right now, we're going to have our share time. And this is a time where we're going to go around the room and ask you to share in, in what way you hope to or plan to grow in your relationship with the Lord. And what I mean by that is for you to share something like, I desire to read the whole Bible in a year so I can grow in my knowledge of God and know the whole story well. Or it can be something like a confession and accountability. I confess that I haven't been an active member of a church body. I want to be. Or maybe you want to share a reason why you've been struggling to grow. I've experienced pain and loss and I'm struggling with God. Please pray for me. Or maybe you're here and you just need prayer. Maybe this is, this is, time, this is a time for you. So as, as you do that, consider these things. Consider, how, how did God grow me this past year? How did he grow me this past year? Or how, how are you asking God to grow you this year? What are you looking for him to do? And so since I'm not Lawrence, Lawrence, I think, would just jump in. I, I, I feel like I, I would need a moment to, to just prepare my heart for this. So I, I want to I take a moment to just pray. And then we'll turn the floor to you and invite you to share what the Lord has put on your heart. So pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the work that you have done in our lives. God, you are good. God, you are good. You are the truth. You are the life, and we find life in you. God, I pray this morning that you would fill up our congregation. God, would you work in us? Would you speak through us? God, I pray that you'd give courage where courage is needed. I pray that you'd give a listening ear where we need to hear. God, would you convict us? Would you encourage us? Would you lift us up? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.